Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, April 13th. Our Bruins, our new look Bruins, will be gathering this morning for a morning skate in advance of tonight's game against the Buffalo Sabres. We'll see if some of the new guys will be in the lineup. That would be Taylor Hall, Curtis Lazar, Mike Riley, all of whom were driving from their respective destinations to join our Boston Bruins. But first, before we get into what we learned and what we know about the new Bruins, let's Uh, Just give a quick reminder to please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Whatever podcast app you use, just hit that button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed, free to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. You can find the podcast on Twitter at LO Boston Bruins. On Instagram, it's Locked On Bruins. And you can find me, my hockey tweets, dad jokes, at Ian C. McLaren. If you're tuning in for the first time, just hearing about the podcast, uh, let me introduce myself. I have been a lifelong Bruins fan since the late 1980s. I have been writing about hockey for about 16 years and worked full-time as a hockey writer for The Score up here in Toronto. I live in Guelph, Ontario, just west of Toronto covered junior hockey up here for a couple SB Nation sites, and uh, have been hosting this podcast since October 2019, bringing daily coverage Monday to Friday of the Boston Bruins. And this team went out and added three pieces prior to the trade deadline. Don Sweeney pulling the trigger on a a deal that saw Anders Bjork and a second-round pick sent to Buffalo in exchange for Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar, and then a third-round pick sent to Ottawa in exchange for defenseman Mike Riley. Now, it should be mentioned that the Buffalo Sabres apparently had better offers on the table for Taylor Hall. However, Taylor Hall had a full no-movement clause, and he wanted to come to Boston. We'll get to that in a minute, but Don Sweeney's overall philosophy heading into the deadline was that he wanted to uh, give this team a better chance to compete and to kind of honor the core that remains. Bergeron, Marchand, Krejci, Rask, one that the Bruins believe deserve another shot at the Stanley Cup, even though Chara and Krug have moved on. These four core guys have been here for a long time and deserve to have some reinforcements brought in. Uh, Sweeney said, we have a tight-knit locker room on and off the ice. They're pulling for each other. Definitely wanted to add some juice. We felt that finding some depth, finding some potential balance in scoring up front with the addition of Taylor and versatility in Curtis and puck-moving ability in Mike, that we were trying to address what we thought were a couple areas of need and to complement our group. Obviously, you're trying to put the pieces to the puzzle together, but our group, they want to compete, Sweeney said. You know this leadership core, and they're trying to incorporate the next guys that want that mantle as well, and trying to reward them with the investment that they've put forth. Now, let's begin uh, just 
talking about some of these guys in turn, and we'll begin with Taylor Hall. Uh, Sweeney made a huge splash for Hall, the former first overall pick and a Hart Trophy winner. Uh, He only has two goals and 19 points this season. Career high of 39 goals, 93 points came in 2017-2018 with New Jersey. Sweeney acknowledged Taylor hasn't scored at the previous levels as in years past, but you have to look a bit below the surface. He's had a lot of scoring opportunities that haven't gone in. Whether that's just bad puck luck or whether that's things he needs to do differently, make some little adjustments, we're going to point some things out to him. Sweeney envisions Taylor Hall playing with either David Krejci or Charlie Coyle, and uh, kind of like what they did when Marcus Johansson came in and him and Coyle worked together, created some depth in the lineup. It's going to have a bit of a trickle-down effect. That way, if you put Taylor Hall on the second line, you get, um, you know, Jake DeBrusk bumped down to the third line, Nick Ritchie down to the third line. So it really spreads out the offense and takes some very talented forwards away from high-end defensive pairings and spreads things out a little bit as well. If you think about Taylor Hall, he's always been in a prime spot in whatever lineup he's played, seeing the best uh, opposition, and now he'll be playing behind Brad Marchand. Rarely had that opportunity at other places to play behind a guy like Brad, who sees all the tough matchups every given night. Hopefully, Sweeney said, Taylor can use his speed and gain some separation and push defensemen back. Certainly prove he's gotten around defensemen to get the puck in the net in the past, and that's what they're hoping that he will do here. For his part, Taylor Hall said since he knew he would be traded, it was a team that he really wanted to join and really wanted to be a part of. He doesn't want to set expectations too high. He just wants to come in and win games. He's going to wear number 71 for the Bruins. For the record, that was a number previously worn temporarily by Mark Savard and Milan Lucic before they really settled in. Um, He said he feels he can help teams win. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened so far in his career, but a fresh start, especially after the season that he's had in Buffalo, where things just didn't take off for him. They did have you know, a lengthy COVID pause. Jack Eichel got hurt. But still, uh, it seemed as though he did have interest in signing with the Bruins back in the offseason. He said he was ready to come to Boston. Didn't work out. And then he had to choose between some other options. He said he's always had a ton of respect for the Bruins and the city of Boston. He came to Boston with Tyler Sagan in 2010, just before the draft, and he loved the city, loved the fan base, and the way they care about hockey. Every time he's come to Boston since, he's always really enjoyed his time, and it's a city that he has a lot of respect for as a sports city. Can't wait to get there. He was driving from Buffalo to Boston on Monday afternoon, and he did believe that he'll be available tonight against those Sabres on uh, Bruins ice. He said the last few days, you do some soul searching, look back on what you could do better and look forward to the future. And he said he's open to being a Bruin for a few years. That leads me back to Don Sweeney, who was asked about possibly coming to an agreement on an extension with Taylor Hall. And he said there was some mutual buy-in from both sides when it came to the Hall acquisition. Uh, Obviously, like I mentioned, Hall said that he wanted to be a Boston Bruin. He used his no-move clause to 
not force a trade to Boston, but you know, if you're going to trade me, this is where I want to go. Uh, Sweeney said he certainly knew that Taylor had interest in the Bruins and maybe that played a factor in him deciding he has the authority to veto trades if he wanted to go to a particular place. So that's uh, signifies to Sweeney that there's some mutual buy-in there. They obviously invested in acquiring the player, and the player is invested in coming to us, and hopefully that's where it works out best. In terms of coming to an agreement on a potential extension, Sweeney said it usually comes with success and fitting in. Taylor will have a say in that. The group will have a say in that in terms of how things come together. It's a short period of time that you have to find the chemistry and find out where you fit and obviously he already seems comfortable, but the proof will be in the results. It's not to put expectations on him, but he didn't perform at Taylor Hall type levels in Buffalo. And Kevin Adams apparently was really helpful in terms of communicating where things are at and where he thought um, Taylor could be, what the deal would be a fair return, Andres Bjork, a second round pick. And at the end of the day, Sweeney said, we're fortunate Taylor chose us. There's a give and take with that. We'll see how it unfolds, get him comfortable, and hopefully he has success, as much success as possible. I said yesterday on the Locked On Live podcast that, uh, or the Locked On NHL trade deadline live stream, that I see Taylor Hall going on a line with David Krejci and David Pasternak. Hall, a very good playmaking winger. He's often seen more as a facilitator than a scorer. I do think his 2.3 shooting percentage will rise in Boston, uh, but also that he and Krejci uh, could form a nice duo to complement Pasternak, who has that finishing ability. It would open things up for Pasternak to have Hall on the left side. Hall could take advantage of Pasternak playing decoy on the right to get some good chances on net. Uh, so overall, I think that could be a very successful formula for the Boston Ruins. And then, again, that bumps Richie and DeBrusque down to the third line to play with Charlie Coyle, which could be a very effective trio uh, there in and of itself. So right now, Bruins' top nine looks pretty good, and that's without Andre Kasha, who, fingers crossed, could return at some point. But, uh, you know, the fact that he hasn't even practiced at this point doesn't bode well. Before we move on to... Curtis Lazar and Mike Riley. Let's talk for a moment about rockauto.com, a family-owned business, and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil. Whether it's for your classic or daily car, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Their prices are always reliably low, and the same for professionals as well as do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. 
So Don Sweeney also, of course, talked about Curtis Lazar and Mike Riley. He said Curtis Lazar checks a couple boxes for the Bruins. He can play the center position. He can play the wing. He has some experience adding some heaviness to the bottom part of the lineup. Some versatility that he brings if they want to mix and match that bottom six. He can play, again, right wing, center. They're excited. And he's also extremely excited to join the club and really be in a playoff mindset to try to get the club into the playoffs and be successful once they get there. Curtis Lazar definitely seemed very excited to be a Bruin. He said he's always loved playing Boston. They have that swag, that physicality, which is a part of his game and that he really takes pride in. Taking the body, setting the tone that way. He says he sees himself as a perfect fit for this team in that regard. You play the right way, you let the puck do the work, and you don't back down from anyone. I really think he's going to be a fan favorite with that attitude. Keep in mind, Lazar is signed through next season at a very nice cap hit of $800,000. So if you look at it as kind of a haul for a second-round pick, Bjork for Lazar, you get a guy on Lazar who's cheaper as well as you know able to fill a physical role and also pop in some scoring. He said it's an honest 200-foot game that he plays, prides himself on keeping the puck out of the net, probably more so than putting it in the net, but that doesn't mean he's any slouch at the offensive end either. Brings energy, gauging momentum through a game here and there, loves to kill penalties, just kind of help where needed. He's excited to get in the mix here, identify his role, and embrace it. I really think he could be, you know, uh, a fourth line of Frederick, Corrali, and Lazar could be just dynamite to watch, very strong on the puck, and like I said, fan favorites for sure. He is out with a lower body injury at the moment. Uh, He has been skating, expects to be ready to return to game action once he joins the Bruins. Uh, And he, like Taylor Hall, was planning to drive from Buffalo to arrive in Boston on Monday night. Uh, He was caught off guard a bit by the trade. He and his wife just welcomed a baby boy, their first child, about a week ago. But again, he couldn't be happier to be a Bruin and the opportunity that is before him. He said it's also cool to have Taylor Hall come with him for both of them. A chance to play some good hockey, be in the playoff race. It's exciting. It's what everybody wants to be in the postseason. And this team has a great chance, hopefully, to help the Bruins make another run at the Stanley Cup. It'll be good to get some of this fresh energy in the room. Uh, That, I believe, was part of the reason to pull these trades as well. To bring in a guy like Lazar, who, uh, like I said, will be... A fan favorite, Uh, I can almost guarantee that. He's very excited to be a part of the Bruins, and uh, the way that he plays is very conducive to uh, becoming uh, a favorite among Bruins fans. In terms of Mike Riley, uh, Don Sweeney said that he's a player he's seen grown from his time in Minnesota and then Montreal, moving to Ottawa with a much more elevated role. They want to be a team that transitions a little cleaner at times. He has produced offensively and not necessarily scoring, but he does have 19 assists through 40 games this season with the Ottawa Senators. Plays in all situations, has been in elevated roles with Ottawa 
and you've seen growth in his game in both a competitive standpoint, but also overall. He's got experience, he has confidence, he's done it at every level. If you look at his numbers and his progression in the NHL, he can also bring that power play component. Uh, he brings some depth, a little different flavor with experience, and um, he brings a little bit of everything from the goal line out, getting into more of an offensive mindset, transitioning the puck, getting it up the ice. And it's something the Bruins need right now. We saw on Sunday the very battered blue line, um, and that has been a challenge throughout the year. Connor Clifton, Stephen Camfer have taken on huge roles on the right side with McAvoy and Carlo out. Uh, Matt Grizzlick now injured. Um, they just needed some help on the blue line, and Mike Riley was a great scoop for Don Sweeney. Mike Riley played with the Montreal Canadiens from 2017 to uh, 2020 and he's been in Boston before knows the atmosphere knows what it's like to play against the Bruins he said he loves the way Boston plays knows a couple of the guys on the team that have already reached out to him so definitely excited to get going in Boston one of those guys is Charlie Coyle who uh, they played together in Minnesota from 2015 to 2018 and Riley had high praise for Coyle who delivered a welcome call to his old friend on Monday morning, uh, which was really nice. Uh, they spent some time in Minnesota, still keep in touch. One of the best guys Mike has ever played with, he said, a team-first guy. Riley said one of the first things he heard about the Bruins was how tight the locker room is, how close-knit this group is, and uh, you know, having someone, uh, quote-unquote, on the inside that uh, can help him integrate into the room and into the lineup in Charlie Coyle. Uh, can only help Riley get off the ground running. He said, get off the ground running, hit the ground running. Uh, in terms of what he brings, Riley said he can help break the puck out and first and foremost, defend, play hard, and work itself out from there. Try to be the fourth guy in the rush, make plays, support these skillful forwards. Definitely excited for that. He was killing some penalties, playing on the power play a little bit in Ottawa, so whatever is asked of him, he's excited to do. All told, the Bruins traded Anders Bjork, a second-round pick, a third-round pick, and brought in three players who can jump on the roster right away. Uh, didn't have to give up a first-round pick. Didn't have to give up Jake DeBrusque. Didn't have to give up kind of next-wave guys like uh, Trent Frederick or Jack Stanika. All in all, a very nice piece of business for Don Sweeney. Of course, it helped that uh, Taylor Hall chose Boston. Uh, that really helped bring the price down. Uh, not that Sweeney necessarily was, you know, gouging Kevin Adams, but still, uh, Hall would only come here. So that certainly helped. Uh, but overall, again, a nice piece of business for Don Sweeney and uh, really excited to see these three guys get in the mix. I should add, uh, Sweeney did say that he wished Bjork nothing but success. A terrific, terrific young man. He has a bright future, a really good opportunity for him individually to go to a new team. The Bruins wish him well. Difficult conversation to have, uh, but, you know, a necessary one. And hopefully Anders can succeed in Buffalo. He had been playing very well prior to the trade killing penalties, creating chances shorthanded. And uh, again, we wish him all the best, but 
at the end of the day, very excited to have Taylor Hall. I can't remember being this excited about a Bruins trade acquisition. We've gotten really used to losing, you know, Joe Thornton, Phil Kessel, Tyler Sagan, getting uh, spare parts in return. But uh, this one, I think, really uh, gets me fired up, and I'm excited to see Taylor Hall in a Bruins uniform, as well as Lazar and Riley. Uh, But hopefully the Bruins can work things out with Hall so that he's here for a few years and try to extend this cup window a little more while Bergeron and Marchand are still uh, playing so strong. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the major sports as well as TV shows and awards ceremonies. They provide real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to their website or use your mobile device to get a free account and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get the upper hand in your fantasy hockey league playoffs by tuning in to the Locked On NHL Fantasy Hockey Podcast with our expert Scott Cullen. He'll give you all the tips to win your league. Follow Locked On Fantasy on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So not quite sure if the Bruins will welcome uh, Hall, Riley, and Lazar into the lineup for tonight's game against the Buffalo Sabres. All three were driving to Boston to avoid any COVID-related quarantine restrictions, meaning they could be available for tonight's game against the Sabres. Lazar is expected to need a few days as he gets his conditioning back after missing a couple weeks with that lower body injury. But I would expect Riley and Hall to be in the lineup tonight uh, if everything goes well. Uh, Sweeney said both teams were previously not in the playoff picture, that being the Sabres and the Senators. This is a new opportunity for all of these guys to be immersed as quickly as possible, and they're fortunate they jumped on it. Uh, Obviously, I'm sure Hall would love to get into the lineup against the Sabres uh, tonight and to just really... um, yeah, show them that he does have another level to hit within a, I don't know how to say this nicely, but within a, a an organization that kind of has it more together. The Bruins coincidentally play the Sabres five times this month, uh, tonight at home, and then three times next week in Buffalo, three straight games in Buffalo, kind of some makeup games in there as well. Um, morning skate set for later this morning and uh, yeah we'll see which of these guys are in the lineup what the lineup might look like keep it locked to at lo boston bruins on twitter for all the updates there hopefully some bruins are able to get back on the ice in terms of the defense and uh, to garask i really need some of these guys to get healthy and get back to their regular playing levels in order to kind of maximize these new acquisitions. But like I said, Don Sweeney, I believe, deserves full marks for the work that he did prior to the trade deadline. And um, I'm really very excited to see how these pieces come together. I'm not going to run down all the trades that were made yesterday, of course, uh, but there were a couple that were relevant to the Boston Bruins. 
one being in Washington where uh, the Capitals traded uh, Jacob Rana, Richard Panique, a first-round pick and a second-round pick to the Detroit Red Wings for Anthony Mantha. Mantha was a very talented and prolific scorer at the junior level. He hasn't quite uh, exploded as a NHL scorer, but the potential certainly is there, and the Capitals really seem to see it. Um, so that was a big deal for a team the Bruins are chasing or could be potentially matched up with in the uh, first round of the playoffs. Uh, the Penguins added Jeff Carter. Uh, the Islanders, of course, added Palmieri and Zajac last week. So a bunch of the East Division teams kind of loaded up, and it's going to be a slog to get out of that division. But I believe the Bruins are as well positioned as any and they have the experience to back it up with this core group that um you know Don Sweeney wanted to do right by and get things going now the first thing like I said that is key is getting Tuka Rask back in the net back healthy I know a lot of people are saying well we have Swayman we have Ladar they've been playing so great but in the playoffs different beast um I wouldn't mind if you know Swayman's the backup per se but um as it stands, Tukarask gives the Bruins the best chance to win. And if you are questioning that, um, you know, I don't know what to tell you. I think that's it for today's podcast. Like I said, keep it locked to the Twitter account for the latest in terms of uh, lineup news for tonight. Uh, but this was kind of more of a recap show of the trade deadline, what the guys are saying, what we learned from Don Sweeney. And again, I, I'm pretty excited to see this group jump on the ice and, and get going here tonight against a Sabres team that definitely should be beaten uh, by our Boston Bruins. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, to yesterday's podcast with all this news breaking. And uh, please do hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We'll be back tomorrow to um, take a look back at tonight's game against the Buffalo Sabres, as well as answer your mailbag questions. So send those in on Twitter or on Instagram, and I'll be sure to answer them on the podcast tomorrow. Hope you all have a great day. Uh, be watching the game tonight. Hit me up on Twitter, at Ian C. McLaren, and let's go Bruins. I'm excited to see this new-look team in action tonight. Taylor Hall, let's just say it here, scores against the Sabres tonight. Boom. Book it. Take care, friends.